0: to the Just Being Honest podcast. The JBH podcast is here to inspire people to dramatically enhance their health, their well-being, and lifestyle by providing an honest perspective and knowledge on eating, quote, real food. Whether that is in physical form, the healthiest version of a whole food substance, or mental. What are you saying to yourself? What are you listening from other people, huh? The less toxins you put in your body, the less toxins that are out in the universe, the environment, and the less toxins that you are spreading onto humanity. It's about creating a life of sourcing transparency, mental freedom, and physical harmony. Guys, this is the Just Being Honest podcast. This is true food for thought. We are getting deep. Sometimes I feel like W-T-F. What the fuck am I doing? Do you ever have those little whispers to yourself? Okay, so yesterday was one of those days. I had the hardest time putting words together. 100%. I mean, probably over 100%. I could not put A and B to make C. I was constantly anticipating and feeling anxious at the anticipation. So then it made me for into just being in the now. And I found actually much clarity in the ruminating thoughts and even the self-chatter to be honest. I found out there's no reason to go, go, go if I don't have a clear vision or lead to where I'm going, right? I've waited so long to speak with the Women of Almost 30 podcast. The Almost 30 podcast. Did you even hear me, Lindsay Simsek and Krista Williams? And guess what I did? In pure, just like fashion of me being me, I stuttered. I sweated. I fidgeted. I could not get my words out. I felt like I was actually back in high school to be completely honest with you. You know, in high school, I was never And even before that, I was never quote unquote, the cool girl. You know, I walked the halls with my head down, just trying to squeeze and whittle my way through the crowded and claustrophobic hallways. You know, I tried to wear the cool clothes that were merely self updated and hand me downs from my older sister's closets. And so here I was face to face with these widely accomplished and well-spoken women that I have developed. I mean, guys, they have developed their passion into a monetary thriving business. Something that we all wanna do, right? Something that we're all striving to do. And I just sat and fluttered about, floating above my body, Staring down at the entire event going on, taking place, just like screaming at that body down there. Get down there. Get down there. Get a hold of yourself, like almost shaking that body, that vessel. And then I was like, wait, I have lost all my train of thought. I was like, why is this even happening? Like, why am I meeting these women? And then I thought to myself, there is a reason. And you guys will certainly find out in this episode, so stick to the very, very end. You're not going to want to miss it. Um, a little bit about this episode, guys. It is just like their podcast names it to be. It's almost 30, even though all of us are now over 30. It's real. It's raw. It is Definitely unfiltered. I did not edit out a piece of it. So you will hear all of my nervousness and the vulnerability and that, my excitement, all the raw emotions. And that is what the podcast is striving to be about. The Almost 30 Podcast is, if you're not familiar with it, which you should be, it's a top-rated lifestyle podcast, brand, and community. Brought to life by LA-based best friends, as I mentioned before, Krista Williams and Lindsay Simsek. So just a couple things that we talk about today going to into depth on is growing your passion to monetization. Ding, 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 ding. Star seeds, if you know what I'm talking about. Your name and choosing a conscious name and how that relates to your authentic identity. And... Just being real on inner child. So you're not going to want to miss a beat of this episode. And thanks for tuning in, guys. As always, we grow authentically by your ratings and your reviews. I'm over there on podcast, uh, podcast. I am a podcast. The Apple iTunes. I, th- I sound so old when I say Apple iTunes. iTunes go over there, give me five stars, baby, um, and send in a comment. I really would like to know your feedback. I know I'm not the perfect, perfect, perfect broadcaster all the time, but guys, guess what? You know, I'm here for you. I'm here to be just like all the other podcasters that I listen to are there for me. I want to be that extra thread that you can go to. When you need it the most so here we go we're diving in deep yeah just turned on the just Be an honest podcast so let's dive into this um okay so guys you have no idea my next guest today i'm literally sweating and i don't sweat um i am like I think this has been a year in the works of trying to get them on and it was one of those like I hope they say yes you know it's like playing at recess and they like pick you on the kickball team you just feel like yes they see me because the amount of times that you can just reach out and like put yourself out there and just ask for something and I'm we'll get into this but every time i ask for something it kind of gets slammed in my face because of what i've later learned as human design and so for this just being like coming back and saying like yes they had this date available i'm like i'll take it and another thing that i am so you can hear my voice shaking just bear with me but anyways the thing that I'm getting really I guess you could say quote unquote woo woo about is that it is 1111 11 today and the episode as I you know I'm so number inclined 146 so the total of that is 11. I'm just feeling magic happening and I know how these What is wrong with my voice? Seriously, I'm like... No, you're good. But okay, here they are. Guys, this is my total truth coming out. I actually spoke with one of the ladies a couple weeks ago, kind of about how my life is transitioning and how my truth is really, like, unfolding lately, and my podcast, as you guys have known, has started in this whole other dimension, and it's been, what, three, almost four years, and now I'm shifting into basically attempting to tell so much more of my truth and traumas that I have gone in through my life. So that being said, I have literally, oh my gosh, the queens of the almost 30 podcast on the show today, Lindsay Simsick and Krista Williams. So like, I know none of us are all together, but whoa! can we just say the Like, Like, yeah! I needed
1: this today, honestly. I I mean, I was feeling a little, I was feeling a little off, and you just totally just build me right up. So thank you so much. I mean, what a best intro ever. We're so lucky to be here. You're crushing it. And I loved that conversation with you, you know, a few weeks
2: ago. I just feel like you truly bring into whatever you do, and I don't even know you, but I just felt it in our conversation. You really just bring in, like the spirit of who you are into everything you do and like if you don't do that it it doesn't work and you just like fully commit
0: to doing that I was just so I loved talking to you oh thank you no my mom and I just had a conversation about that the other day because she keeps questioning or people keep questioning about podcasts and about content creation and you know especially when you're starting out and no one knows you, I don't have like a public name, you know, if yeah, a common name, Catherine Brown, but you know, it's not it's not anyone that's working with Ryan Seacrest or, you know, just talking around and that can get, st- like I have to work extra hard at things. And I think you guys can relate that because as I die over you guys sharing your first episode and I was like, what is going on here? <laughs> And I'm scared to, I'm scared shitless to, to listen to mine. Um, so, but that being said, thank you for that. And I basically wanted to have you guys on the show today because I wanted to give my audience um, who sometimes speak out to me and sometimes do not. Um, but I know that as you guys know, you have audience members that are like me that are like, yes a friend. They don't know me, but they're my friend. They get it. And especially if they kind of reach out to you through Instagram or social media and even just relay that back to you. Um, I find it, you know, we all know this, um, podcast world, or even just social media world can be really traumatizing um, at times, but then it can also be really elevating. So I wanted to come on here to A, give all of us a further appreciation of you guys and for you to kind of teach us some things, Um, but then also kind of get a little cosmic and fun with you guys, Mm. because I know that's what you guys have transitioned into too. So let's just kind of like kick it off. Let's have a little fun. Um let's do it. And you guys can just let's just be organic. So, first off, you guys are best friends. You have a podcast together. How did the two of you meet in the first place?
1: Yeah, Lindsay and I met um six years six years ago now. Four years, five years ago. <laughs> we met a hundred years ago. We changed it. We were, we were twins. We're actually twins. We were born at the same. No, um, we met a while ago, five years ago when um, I was auditioning for Soul Cycle. So I thought I wanted to be a Soul Cycle instructor so bad. Um, what I knew of manifesting at that time, I was trying to do all of those things. So I was like, you know, going to all the classes and I was really trying to make it happen, you know, with my, as a from my corporate job that I had at the time. I didn't get my first audition, and when I went to audition again, I was actually moving from New York to Los Angeles, where Lindsay had just moved recently, so she was in New York and moved to L.A., and I was talking to a friend, I'm like, I need to talk to an instructor here in L.A., I need to get support and help. With my audition, and she connected me with Lindsay. Her name was Lindsay. Actually, she connected me with Lindsay, and you know the rest is history. I didn't get Soul Cycle when I auditioned again, but Lindsay and I were fast friends, and um, we just knew from the moment that we met each other that there was something there and something special. And we were having these really deep conversations about all these transitions we were going through. You know, I was destined to find my purpose. I was. Just so hellbent at finding what I was meant to do, which I thought was soul cycle. so I was heartbroken. Lindsay had been going through her own relationship transitions in her life and um, we wanted to start a podcast to help people in their 20s and now everyone feel less alone, feel supported and really help people in you know their conscious evolution. We really are at a interesting time in the world and we just want to support people you know as much as we can as they're waking up.
0: I love that. No, and what I see is that you guys make such a uh, so sounds so cliche, but like dynamic duo. Like you bounce off of each other so well. And I'm kind of every time I listen to your your episodes, I'm like, okay, Krista's definitely she's the one that's like, oh wait, hold on, I've got to say something. You know? And you have I don't know how you do it, but the words that you say on the show, they're just like spot on all the time. I swear. I need you in my back I love pocket words, actually. Yes.
1: I when the feeling I said this the other day in therapy. I'm like the feeling when you have the perfect word to describe what the heck is going on or happening or seeing is like one of my favorite feelings in the world and I really love and appreciate a good vocabulary.
0: Oh man, I tell you because like it's it's those moments where you need a person or a friend like you in their back pocket when you have to do that come back like right then and right there. It's always like 2 days later for me like that would have been so good, <laughs> you know? But every time, even no matter who you guys are interviewing, you know, the words are just so they're just so clear where sometimes I'm just like, "What is going on?" you know? So, is that something that you guys had to learn over time or is that just something that has always kind of been ingrained in you. Like, are you guys, is it like an old soul thing? You know, like I can't always put my finger on it.
2: I love it. I think with just like the, the tactical part of interviewing, it's definitely for me been a practice and I continue to practice. I don't necessarily think I'm like perfect at it, but we have to remember that we're talking to human beings and really this is just a conversation, you know? And, um, I actually love in interviews where it's just a very honest reaction. Like I love talking to you right now, where <laughs> these are like very honest reactions to what we're saying. And it just makes it so much more human and dynamic and relatable. So for a long time, I would really judge myself feeling like, "Ugh, that interview was terrible. I didn't have great questions. It didn't flow. I wasn't articulate. And I still have those days sometimes, but I'm so less attached to it because I also know that like in an interview, it's really you know, I want to make sure that the guest feels like supported and, and, and supported period, you know, in the conversation. So I'm less, basically I take too much energy judging myself within the process, but it's really helped me to, you know, even within just conversations outside of the podcast, just kind of notice when I get a little tripped up or in my head. And it's really like practicing outside of the podcast so that I can translate it there and, most of that work has been in like embodiment, just like being in my body. Mm. <laughs> being more grounded actually helps me to to articulate and
0: conversate more clearly. So I know as well as you do that the holiday season, can you believe the higher power has granted us a holiday season this 2020? Yep, it's coming in hot, baby, and I'm already listening to holiday music on the radio 24-7. You better believe it. So some things that I'm shopping for, actually, I put it over on my shop page at justbeinghonest.com. Click on the shop page. Check it out. I have got clean beauty and skincare by Beauty Counter. Have you ever wondered what goes into making our clean beauty products at Beauty Counter? Guys, let's just say our ingredient selection process is an intense and a lengthy one. And we take responsible sourcing very seriously with sustainability top of mind. And you know, I am a huge proponent of that. We're doing our part to minimize the environmental impacts of our products and packaging and our carbon footprint. So what do you need? Do you need some healthy, clean skincare that's not going to disrupt your hormones? Do you need some makeup? Maybe a little blush? Maybe a little dazzle dazzle for your eyes since we're all showing off our beautiful eyes these days. Uh, Maybe you need a little cover up here or there. Or perhaps you want to get your fellow dude something from Counterman. Um, You know, we all like a male counterpart with a clean face as well. They also have things for our kids and the newest bundle of joy because I know I have a lot of friends and family members that are having children this season. So why not start off or end 2020 on the right foot and start off 2021 on an even better foot? So head over to my website, shop directly from there, or go to beautycounter.com forward slash katherine Brown and the number one. That's beautycounter.com forward slash K-A-T-H-E-R-I-N-E. B-R-O-W-N and the number one. I will never forget the first time I tried a CBD product. One of my old roommates gave me something and it wasn't from this brand. I'm going to share it with you, but it made me go a little bit crazy. I think I was high. Um, and then she later forgot to tell me that it did have THC in it with That being said, does not do well with little delicate me. So I'm so happy that I found Prima. 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 It is a well being essentials made with broad spectrum hemp, CBD, and functionally innovative botanicals, and the highest standards of purity, potency, and transparency brought to mind for you. Guys, Not all CBD is made the same, as you can tell from my recent experience, but I know as well as you do that this is going to help you. I love the R&R, it's like this rest, relax, and reset, just like has this menthol to it, helps, because you know, I'm a workoutaholic and I love to move, but sometimes I feel a little bit sore. I love their little bath bombs, Oh my gosh, so luscious. Do that at the end of the night and you will just melt into bed. Let me tell you. It is like that soft, sultry smile on your face. Um, Another thing, I love their body rubs. I love their Magic Night Um, face oil. Oh, turns back time. So again, you can find it over at justbeinghonest.com. Slip, slip, slip into my shop page and um, the link is right there check it out you're not gonna want to miss this okay probably the number one thing on my list this year is cozy anything cozy I want it in my life I want it on me I want it around my neck I want it on my head I want to sleep in it 247 365 days a year I think that's the number one word for 2020 is cozy. Um, And so that's why I'm bringing to you guys one of my new favorite partners, Mate the Label. They're all about basically what I love, detoxing your closet by shopping clean. And this is by introducing you guys to Mate the Label. You know, Mate is a clean essentials brand made sustainably in Los Angeles with non-toxic natural and organic materials. Yeah, 100% organic cotton, non-toxic, and low-impact dyes, and made ethically in Los Angeles. Oh, here's the best thing, free US shipping and eco-packaging. So head over to madethelabel.com, or you know what, better yet, make it easier for yourself. Do a one-stop shop. You can get all the products that I'm mentioning to you today at JustBeingHonest.com and click on the shop page. You'll see all the essentials there. So what is your favorite grounding practice, would you say? Um, It changes.
2: So right now, like, I, I'll put on music that I love, and I literally just, like, bounce around yes, and it's like kind of it's like moving the lymph in your body but it's also like feeling your bones and feeling your muscles and feeling the ground like it's just very sporadic there's no rhyme or reason but i just love that like buzz that i can cultivate on my own in my body um and it just kind of helps me connect because otherwise i'm like i'm off somewhere
0: else so thank god i'm not the only one that like turns on music and just starts like jiggling around like a jellyfish, right? <laughs> oh my God. I was like, am I the only one that does this? I swear. I love that. That's like pure joy. <laughs> um,
1: I think, yeah, having a podcast, as you know, it's like a fast track to ana- analyzing how you speak for sure. You know, we've had a podcast for four years and at the beginning I said totally. I think every four seconds I was saying like all the time mm-hmm. and, you know, listening to myself probably every podcast for the first year, I was really able to be more thoughtful about what I was saying. And when I spoke and pausing and slowing down and all these things, and our job is essentially speaking. So we have to get better at what we do. We have to be more mindful. We have to use our breath and use our words and all these things, but it is really hard sometimes, you know, to, to be speaking all the time and, not oh and just when days when you don't feel as confident you don't feel like you have Mm -hmm. anything to say and you don't feel like you want to speak but i'm really grateful for it because words create our reality you know Mm -hmm. thoughts are things and words create our reality so having this mirror on my words through the podcast has been really powerful and i can really see how it's improved other areas of my life by being a better more clear you know communicator
0: i love that no um and then just, you guys met, so how old are you now? Because Almost 30 podcast, I know you're 30 something, right? Or 30. Yeah, I'm 33. I'm
1: 32. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we're, so we're over. I know we've been talking, yeah. It's okay, I'm <laughs> Almost over Almost 30, too. it's like, it's a vibe. It's an energy. But yeah, now we're 32. So we started when we were like 28. We didn't really know it would be a thing where we'd have to be in our mid-30s and still... Thinking that we're almost 30, but yeah, so we're 32, 30,
0: 32, 33. I'm 33. Um, so we're all in the same wavelength. We've all gone through all the fads, all the trends. We were just guys, we were just talking yes. about, you know, me being from Kansas. And um, I know Chris. <laughs> we've literally. You're the, <laughs> you're the
1: fourth person in 24 <laughs> hours that we've
0: talked to you from Kansas. They looked at each other like, who is this earthling? Um, yes, Kansas.
1: What's going on Kansas with Kansas? is really coming through right now, and I'm really yeah, interested I'm, to I'm, why. It's the heartland, baby. All right, baby. God, I need to hit over the head recently. Yeah.
2: Why we have been hearing are you, very
0: clearly why we need to go to Kansas. Wh- who are you meeting from Kansas? I'm wondering if I know them. <laughs> See, that's <laughs> Honestly, what everyone says. They're like, they're probably my neighbor.
1: Yeah, it was probably. just other people we've talked to in business in the past two years. That's so weird. But anyway, sorry, continue. Kansas is amazing.
0: um I don't even know what I said. Oh, but we were talking, guys, about, you know, Krista's from ohio right and see i feel like a stalker um and Lindsay, where are you from are you from the east coast
2: yeah i'm from pennsylvania
0: pennsylvania like
2: philadelphia mm-hmm. so
0: but it's still you know we're we're still in kind of like that honky-tonky-ish that's so horrible to say but we were talking about Cornfields, our fields you know our age <laughs> oh my gosh our age like and i feel so out of it i had to ask someone what was it last year like this girl's like fire and that's when fire the word fire like came up and i was like what does fire mean like i was like fire now i'm like fire like i'm like oh jeez what am Holy i doing let seriously
1: <laughs> was, Before we were younger it was like you remember saying nifty nifty,
0: nope. <laughs> nifty oh my gosh you know how we kidding. said we
1: were like that's nifty soda pop coke soda pop yeah we say soda
0: pop anyways i got way off track here. But anyways, beyond that, um, you guys started podcasting, but you guys are multifaceted, as I know, you've had many different, I guess you could say kind of like lifelines or just tracks in life. So how did you basically, or could you give us some tips on thriving? Like beyond the standard? Right. The standard corporate job um, and growing out of those standards, I guess you could say, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, I think, you know, we're kind of coming out of the old paradigm of living and thinking, which was where I grew up in Ohio. I didn't know anyone that loved what they did. I didn't know anyone that loved their job, that felt fulfilled by their job, that had a job that was creative or interesting. And so that was like my understanding and that was my belief that you just had a job that you did that made you money and that was really it. Um, But now I think people are really seeing, you know, with Instagram and social media and just the internet, how people can do things that they love and be in jobs that they love. So as we sort of ascend, you know, from 3D to 5D, which can be played out, but it's true, um, mm-hmm. we're moving to like a more multi dimensional experience. And within that multidimensional experience, you can do and be a lot of things. So you can have, you know, a few jobs, you can have a job in a passion project, a job in a side hustle. And I really learned from moving out of the corporate world where I worked as a consultant in account management, digital marketing, all these things. Mm-hmm to this job that, you know, I can make money doing what I love, and I can creatively express myself through my work every single day, and I can, you know, live the life that I've always dreamed, it's just going to take a lot of fearlessness, a lot of passion, and a lot of perseverance. Um, But for women, we always need to remember that we are so multidimensional. You know, men are amazing and incredible, and the masculine is very linear, and that's what keeps us going. That's what really keeps us grounded. It's really the foundation for what our society was built on. But women being multidimensional means that we're able to do a lot of different things and that we do feel better when we are creatively expressed among these different types of dimensions that we live in. Um, So it's really just our birthright to create and live as we want, although... I know being in the corporate world and kind of being in a space where I was at jobs that I didn't love, that it can be harder than just someone telling you that it's possible. But I think every day, really leaning more into making decisions that more closely align you to living a life with purpose really works.
0: Yeah. Um. Back to that, my mom, we were talking about my mom, you know, and like growing as a podcaster and a content creator and like that versus a corporate job and I being 33 I'm like what have I done when I compare myself to other people but I'm like I've done so many things you know when I really look back on it and I always jump back into like certain loves and I'm like well how would you feel if you just kind of applied at you know to work at blah 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 and I'm like I just I know it's not within my heart like I cannot do it I can't give up I'm so close to like I know that like my voice is needed and this and that and whatever. And, you know, my work as doing consultations with lifestyle design, like it's like everything I do has a purpose, just like everything that you guys do has a purpose, you know, your voices and even just like the live events that you guys would do like well pre-COVID, you know, and you're still doing things. Um, And I am... Widely blown away by your strategy with all of that and so guys if you guys I always have people like What's another podcast to listen to you know, like Give almost 30 a shot seriously like you'll get hooked in but anyways back to strategy Strategy like I don't know how you guys do it because I see you have a team, but I know you didn't just say like one day Okay, episode two now we're gonna have a team how did you hire someone when you're like, okay, let's take a leap? Yeah, it's
2: a, um, I found that it was like a worthiness thing at first when we started thinking about like, okay, so we are doing more things than just the podcast and starting there, like we, no one ever told us to go on tour. No one ever told us to do all of these things, but it was really a natural extension of what we were doing and it was a really natural way for us to connect more with our, our audience. And we knew that the community was just this powerful, powerful piece of what we did. We couldn't do anything without our community and so how could we serve them more? And so these parts of the business just started to form around that, like the tour, like the workshops and different things like that. So um, I think, you know, early on, thankfully we have each other you know, I think that was a huge piece and we're very different. Krista is more strategy, high level can kind of see and how to strategize for the future. I'm very much like kind of down in it and able to help execute it. And, um, we just knew that we would need support and it was cool because I think that gave us confidence early on when we brought on our first, you know, employee, Chloe, who was, um, our designer and handled our social. We're still super close with her. She was with us for a couple of years and now has her own thriving business. And, um, it was really cool to feel like, wow, someone wants to like help support this mission and, Mm -hmm. and really work with us as a team to, to make an impact, and that gave me a lot of confidence. I was like, "Wow, okay, so other people really believe in this, and we can do this." And um, working together does get more things done. Um, but yeah, we've we've grown the team to including interns now. I think it's about ten or so, um, and it's been wildly fun to just kind of see how um, our vision can be brought to life, but then also like beyond what we. Could even imagine sometimes.
1: Yeah. I think I always think about with our employees and interns, you know, that we work with, it's like, I would have known that I could work for a company that was doing cool things that was female owned, that was, you know, just aligned and conscious and into the things I was into, it'd be such a dream. So anytime we have someone, I always think like, you know, obviously this is our dream. This is Lindsay and I's dream, but it could be their dream too, to like work at a company like this, because I wasn't, I didn't have any cool options, you know, where I was from. So it really is like an offering for people when they're hiring that you could also really support other people and give back to other people in harnessing or fulfilling their dreams by even working with you.
0: Yeah. So basically See, here I go. I'm saying so. Now I'm catching myself. I'm like, so, 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 so. Um, guys, I'm oh, always. I, didn't even notice. I like a so. Like I'm a so. always learning. I'm always learning. But now, s- here we go. So, beyond that and in going into growth and creating the business that you want to see, obviously, you're learning by doing. Um, do you have any personal or business mentors that you either hired or just asked for mentorships along the way? And how did that help you?
1: Mm, I think we have our coach, which, you know, Lindsay can talk to and then other people, but I feel really lucky that in LA, our friends are also female founders and business owners. So I'm in, you know, constant conversation with people like Lacey Phillips, who has mm. to be magnetic and has kind of grown alongside of us and will always share contacts, share resources, talk about our team structure, talked about how much we're paying people, talk about visions for the future. So I really find that it's helpful that we can grow in community and we can always ask our friends um, what they're doing in their business and um, you know what they're doing successfully or not successfully And I know that a lot of people that are creatives or creators or founders don't really have that luxury to tap on a network like our friends. So I really feel like it has been wildly helpful for me to lean on them as like essentially mentors to support us in our journey of growing the business. But we've also had, you know, the support of our coach.
2: Yeah. So we have our coach, Aaron Rose, and um, we've been working with him for about two years. And I think what's at least I have never worked with a coach like this before, but it's so helpful and effective to have a coach that really leads you back to yourself. You know, we had, we had times with Aaron where we're like, what would Aaron say? Okay. What would Aaron say? And now we've like really transitioned with him where he, he is so good and and mindful as a coach to kind of redirect us back to like our own knowing. Um, And that's really helpful for me who like, I'm definitely on this, journey of trusting myself fully and completely. And I'm sure a lot of us are. So I think to have a coach like that is really uh, important where it's not like this codependency, right? It's, it's definitely for a season and a strong reason, but like you're able to kind of use what they've imparted on you and the practices that you've picked
0: up or just the awareness most importantly, and able to, to really live it. Mm. I love that. And you mentioned Lacey. I listen to her podcast. I don't know how, sometimes, you know, you stumble upon podcasts and you're like, give it a shot and you just start like, oh my gosh, is it Friday yet? Or is it Tuesday yet? Or like, Mm -hmm. I've already like exhausted all my favorite podcasts. What else do I listen to? But Lacey is another one that is fantastic. And I am blown away by just how she thinks and, you know, another great strategizer just with everything in setup so yes, um
1: Capricorn projector
0: she's a Capricorn projector well oh speaking signs let's just jump into that so what are you Krista I'm Pisces sun uh, Virgo rising Sagittarius moon oh and then wait what human design projector projector oh I think I knew that and then what are you and then I'm Virgo
2: sun, Gemini moon, and Libra rising, and I'm a manifesting generator.
0: Oh, so that's like perfect because you're like, mm-hmm. l- so you're like the messenger. You're like, let me just ask. Let me just ask. And then you're like, okay, let's, I'm, I can lead. I can lead. I can kind of like direct and here and there.
1: Yes. See, <laughs> the I'm a it- in
0: the trees, as Jenna mm-hmm. Zoe says. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, I'm a I'm- zebra in the field. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you, because I'm a, um, what am I? I'm a sun Virgo, I'm a rising Gemini, and I'm a moon Taurus, and I'm a projector.
1: Oh, similar to your mm-hmm. sun Virgo. Yeah, I have a lot of Virgos in my life. Mm-hmm. So many. Yeah, my, my life is all Virgos, which is so interesting. I have a lot of Pisces in my life.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but the Virgos and the Gemini mix, I find, make myself like, excited, focused, but then it's, you know, I just switch the next instance, and it's... What's like, your human design? Projector.
1: Projector. Okay,
0: cool. I forget the numbers, though.
1: But... Uh, I think I'm 3'5". I forget the numbers, too. Gemini's have always scared me until I've... I don't have a single Gemini in my life. I have one, and it's, it's so intense, but kind of refreshing.
0: Too much. Gemini males <laughs> are the worst communicators. Devils. They're bad. <laughs> Bad, bad, bad. <laughs> I'm
2: trying to think. Do I have a Gemini male?
1: No. That's interesting. I'm going to go looking, <laughs> looking for him. I'm gonna Go, <laughs> <laughs> go stock Close him down.
0: <laughs> oh, seriously. And I need to, like, actually, like, call myself back on that if I ever meet someone. And, and I'm I always know. like, what's well, your sign? And then I'm reading constantly, like, don't judge anyone about blah, blah, blah. You know. But. 100%. But that being said, um. You were talking, Krista, about dimensions, you know, living in the 3D. We can all clearly feel the shift going on, especially within the last couple of months. Um, and especially that big election that we just kind of saw the result of. We all know what's happening and what's upon us. Um, let's talk rabbit holes now, because... I know when I was in my 20s, I, oh my gosh, I had such different, like, things that I would stalk on the internet or read Mm. about than I do now. So what are some rabbit holes that you kind of get sucked down onto and you're like, I just wasted hours of my day researching Mm. about that or watching YouTubes about that at night? I love this. Mm -hmm.
1: I get, my rabbit holes are usually people. I'll usually find a person and be obsessed with them for a week. And then just like learn everything I can from them and sort of move on like this summer or like a few months ago it was like Diplo and oh. then MIA and then Russell Brand mm-hmm. and then recently it's like this comedian named Tim Dillon and I'll just like really just. I don't know. I love observing and learning from people and just kind of like seeing other people's perspectives, but I mean, my life is is normally rabbit holes and I sort of have to pull myself out of them because I sometimes feel like when you go down rabbit holes or when I've gone down rabbit holes, I know information that not everyone knows and it can make me feel a little crazy, or I know a different perspective from someone else and it can make me a little crazy. So now I've sort of shifted from sort of like that sort of rabbit hole to more so like just really digging people for a certain period of time until I'm like, okay, kind of learned what I need to learn from them and, and now I'm ready to move on.
2: Mm-hmm. What about you, Linz? Um, I haven't been in a rabbit hole mood in a long time. I've been like having a weird um, thing with like being on my screen. Like, I, we're, yeah. like, we're on screens all day, and this sounds like, duh, but it's a weird... I, I've noticed, like, when I have time to go down a rabbit hole, it's usually at night.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And I have been getting, like, headaches from being on my screen or watching TV, like, things like that. Mm. If I have gone down rabbit holes, it's usually, like for me, I like learning new skills. So I'm like learning more about my loop machine. I'm learning guitar. I'm learning Mm. that stuff. And it just, it's kind of like a, I don't know. It's peaceful to me to to do it that way, but we'll go down rabbit holes on, on various things happening in the world or even with like the environment of gone down, just like wanting to learn. I mean, David Attenborough's new documentary on Netflix, which everyone, you know, Mm -hmm. most people can watch. It just that for me opens a lot of, um, things that I could do today. Like sometimes I get very overwhelmed by rabbit holes. What can I do? What can I do? But like, in terms of how we can support and save the environment today and what we could do as individuals, I'm like, okay, I could do this. Right. So something like that, but
1: I'm pretty like, I don't know. I have a boundary right now with, with Going too far. Our life (laughs) life is crazy enough, to be honest. 2020 is crazy enough. I'm like, I can't add (laughs) on to it. I know. What's your favorite
0: one? You're like, no more. Oh, gosh. I am getting really, really, really nerdy about, like, natural herbal concoctions and natural healing mixed with real, like, just staring at the stars. I have, where I live, it gets super dark. And so I literally look out my window right now and it's just like Jupiter, like right there in my face. And I can just go look at the stars on my little patio and I'm just, yeah, I just, I just wonder about everything going on out there and like the other people, like I was telling Lindsay that I'm going to start sharing this more of, but the more and more people that come into my life and say, are you a starseed? Like, who are you? Or they just look at me or I'm talking to people on the street. <sighs> like, nothing. Like, I like I was like, they didn't even, I was just like two feet away from them. They didn't even know that I said anything to them. And it's not that they're in their own world, but I was just like, what's going on? And like, I had to give blood the other day and she's like, you have phantom veins. And I'm like, what does this mean? So What does that mean? Like, non-existent, just veins. Like can wow. Yeah, you like, like. You're just, a starseed? What was that? Do you feel like you're a starseed? A thousand percent. For sure. And so then of course I go learning about all that and I'm like read all of the signs. I'm like, a hundred percent. I'm like, yes. I do not belong in my family. I no one understands me. My mom gets me. My mom is very cool in the fact that she's like she is like you're always floating around. You're just a floater. You know? And I'm I, very vata. I'm very vata. Very Vata.
1: So, um... I believe you're a starseed for sure. mm -hmm. You definitely are. I think we're all, like, some sort of, you know, the belief is that, from some, that we are, like, a hybrid species experiment (laughs) that people are watching, and, um... But I definitely think that we live amongst different species of aliens on Earth, for sure. So you could even be an alien right now.
0: Yeah, um... I sometimes don't know what I am, but Mm -hmm. I think... One of the questions I wanted to ask you, because I'm constantly been having this, like, I was given a birth name, right? But I don't, like, every time someone calls me that name, I kind of cringe a little bit. Wow. And I'm like, I don't recognize myself as that name. And people are like, I'm sorry, I shouldn't be calling you this. And I'm like, I just did that because it looked good on the business card for real estate, to be honest with you. You know what I mean? But in all reality, I'm like, how can I help you, you know? And it's kind of freaking me out lately because I'm like, they're like, oh, what's your name? And I'm like, I am Catherine, you know? But I'm like, I'm totally not a Catherine. Like, and it's wow. like, I don't know what to say. So um, I think like a lot of
1: people could probably relate to that, mm-hmm. that they don't feel like their name. For sure. Would you ever be open to, like, tuning in during a meditation and asking what – you want your name to be on a soul level. Because if we yes. think about it, you know, a name is essentially another thing that we're given at birth that we don't really have any conscious choice of. And mm-hmm. it's kind of, it's totally fine. You know, our parents do it out of love and names are important for us as, like, a societal structure. But it's, you know, not our choice. So when you're, like, a conscious being, you should be able to choose your name. Right? You want Kathy, right? You want it to be <laughs> Kathy?
0: Oh, my gosh. I Swear. <laughs> Giant turn off. Someone... One time called me. They're like, I didn't even know them very well. And they're like, okay, Cass. I'm like, Cass? Like, whoa, X. (laughs) No, get out of (laughs) the way. But um, beyond that, like, what was a question I had for you guys? You know, like, how do you identify yourself? And that could be, like, not just name purpose, but just, like, if you could give. Because I know titles always change, especially with age. We go through so many chapters of life. We're all ever-changing, just with the universe, we're flowing. How could you kind of describe yourself today? So like if someone walked up to you on the street and you had to give your ele- elevator pitch of like, yo, this is me, how would you describe yourself? Hey, yo, stranger, this is me. <laughs> stop. stop what you're doing. <laughs> yes, yeah, stop
1: what you're walking. Let me <laughs> tell you. Let me tell you who I am. Oh, that's a good question.
2: Yeah. That's such a loaded question. I, I feel like I'm I'm a lot of things. And it's like been some of my deepest work to accept that I am mm-hmm. a lot of things and allow myself to be a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And to be different every day. You know, whether it's what I per- what I creatively pursue or how I want to be. Sometimes I'm like, I just want to listen. Yeah. Sometimes I'm chatty Kathleen. Sometimes I'm like, it's a Gemini, baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sometimes I'm like, life of the party. Sometimes I'm like, That's the cool one thing. washing okay. the dishes and I'm so happy. Yes. You know yes. What I mean? yes. <laughs> Virgo. <laughs> I'm just like, I don't know. I, I'm just ever, ever changing. Sometimes I'm washing the dishes.
1: I literally saw myself. Wa- I literally had a party.
0: washing oh, A hundred percent. Krista, it's a Virgo. I have to
1: be doing something at a party. It's the Virgo. I'm like, it's I the can't Virgo. just be like sitting around at a party. I have to be like, I
2: just... like beautiful environment. So I'm like, let me make sure this is fucking tight and yep. clean. <laughs> let me do your dishes.
0: Yeah. Virgo, the master of Zen spaces.
1: Yeah. Oh, I love
0: that. Yeah. that's
1: Yeah. I think, um, it just feels like, I am, I don't know, I'm just very me, you know, and I'm so, it's just so weird if we think about that, like, I'm living in this specific experience,
2: mm-hmm. and
1: you're living in that specific experience, and this is what my body looks like, this is what my face looks like, this is what my life looks like, this is what my name is, you know, it's just a very interesting thing, but um. I just would describe myself as a bright light, mm-hmm. and I'm a good person, And I'm funny, and I'm loving, and I'm passionate, and I can be righteous at times. And so, you know, I'm just a woman that's here to hopefully reduce all my karmic debt so I can never be on Earth again. (laughs) (laughs) What planet are you going to be on? Uh, Venus is dope, I heard. There's a lot of good things happening on Venus. But also, it's like sometimes there's a lot of species that don't even go to planets. They kind Mm -hmm. of just live you know, in the in the ether. So I think that'd be kind of cool too. And I love Earth a lot, but I feel like uh, having emotions is really hard. Mm-hmm. You know, there's like an alien species that is like a few dimensions above us and they talk about that. They're like, humans are amazing, but you guys have, your emotions make you very volatile. <laughs> and it's mm-hmm. true. Our
0: emotions are so like, just a lot to feel. <laughs> Do you think that stems from the, I, w- I want to say the combative ego like, the one mm-hmm. that's always trying to play what our path is really supposed to be. That's mm-hmm. where the emotional state comes from. Yeah, because it's like a potential friction from what your
1: true state is. So, like, the emotion is caused by the friction.
0: It's so yeah, much opinion.
1: Def- I could definitely see that. Yeah, it is. Because it's always a resistance. Like, emotions are essentially mm-hmm. like a resistance of sorts. You know, resistance to what is or, um, yeah, so I definitely believe that could very well be true. 'Cause you know, the the goal essentially from like a Taoist perspective would be like mm. neutrality or um
0: but then it's weird because you don't feel but yeah. I love that. Um, okay, so we're gonna like totally just there we go, totally. Um, but it's a good one. <laughs> it's a good one. It's a good one. We're gonna slide into um talk about inner child really quick and then we are going to transition into what you guys are offering because i really want to share some of your projects that you guys are getting out there to help other people grow that i hope to be a part of someday um but inner child because we all know i know too much about your lives but um you guys have grown a lot and you've been working through a lot and we all are especially with 2020 We're working on relationships. We're working on self-relationships and all of that jazz. So how has your – I guess we could kind of bring shadow into this. How has your shadows or even inner child taught you to kind of grow a little bit more out of your comfort zone just kind of at the end of 2020? Great question.
2: Yeah, I feel like we've done – a lot of inner child work, especially in therapy, over the last couple years. Um, In my experience, yeah, a lot has come up. And it's really, you know, what I've just learned about inner child work is that it's just grown my compassion for myself times 100. You know, to recognize in a moment that your inner child, your subconscious programming which was programmed into you from like third trimester in the womb to 7 years old mm-hmm. is like constantly running on autopilot without you knowing. It's pretty wild to like know that in a moment be like, hmm, and be able to, you know, have the wherewithal and the tools to just kind of like soothe and like comfort mm. that part of you, you know, because it is very much alive. Um has been really, uh, healing for me. Um, but I'm constantly uncovering like a different thing, um, that, that is showing itself from whether it's, you know, I uncovered something the other day. It wasn't even like a child thing. It was like from my twenties around like creative insecurity Mm. and how my experience in college just kind of planted this seed that, I can't trust myself to be like boundlessly creative. It was so interesting. I was like, whoa, it even like feeds into your teens and twenties. And, um, but yeah, I mean, it's cool. It's hard. It's enlightening. It's all the things, but I think inner child work is some of the most powerful work that I've done.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think for anyone, you know, that doesn't know what inner child work is. Cause I think we're so in it, you know, we're like, oh yeah, inner child work, Shadow. Like inner child work is really that connection to the younger version of you that experienced a trauma at a certain time or place. And by bringing that memory back up, you can work through it in your um, prefrontal cortex and hopefully, you know, heal or analyze the situation as you would now consciously. So as an example, you know, I had a situation that I work on a lot in my um in my therapy, we start, we're starting at the very surface of, of my trauma. And so it's a situation where I spoke my truth at a family dinner Mm. and everyone was like enraged and pissed and uncomfortable and all these things. So I felt deep shame and deep embarrassment and deep, um, confusion because I spoke what everyone else was thinking, but you know, it wasn't well received. And, um, that's really been my theme for the year is like speaking my truth, feeling comfortable and confident speaking in my speaking my truth, and really speaking it without, you know, total immersion in the experience of the people on the other side. So I felt shame and guilt because I was really feeling what everyone else was like putting on me, but I should feel comfortable enough to speak my truth. um, Speak my truth just in general. So that's really the work I've been doing this year is just speaking more Um, of what I feel, uh, very clearly and directly and, um, time in like a timely way, you know, so Mm. that it's like in my heart, in my head and then out my mouth.
0: Yeah. And not holding back too much. And, you know, family can be the hardest, um, I want to say just, hmm, I don't even know a good word. Where's my wordsmith here? Um, yeah. The hardest just kind of wall, if you're playing mm. on a backboard in tennis, right? Because sometimes it can literally come to smack you in the face and it's more of, you know, hey, I'm trying to deal or not just deal, but grow and learn from this child that I didn't even know was patterned or to be conditioned a certain way. But yet again, I'm still, you know, getting your insecurities so sometimes with the healing process we need to you know really i guess practice that forgiveness from afar um depending on the family members i don't know like i know a
1: boundary like yeah. a boundary oh
0: yes boundary Yeah, boundary sure. um yes. i know i've had to do that and we're and i think especially since we're in our you know 32 and 33 we're all in that realm where we are becoming that catapulted, like truly awakened. If we choose to be, which we are, and we're seeing so much more clearly, you know, about how to just kind of like grow and still be that child. Cause I'm still trying to learn to like play and stuff. Mm -hmm. And it's the hardest thing where I'm like, looking in the mirror, I'm like, you look different. You know, like you start to see lines and all this stuff, but you're like, you're still a little child, you know? So yes, oh, that's beautiful. So, okay. So we're going to make this short and sweet. What are some of the things that, that you guys are offering to your community? Because community is big now. And I know that's something that I cherish. What are some things that you guys are offering? So many things.
2: Let's see. Um, for anyone out there that is wanting to launch a podcast or maybe grow or monetize their current podcast, we have basically a hub for you at yourpodcastpro.com, podcastpro.com and um, you know we really created what we wish we had when we were starting our podcast and this comes from four and a half years of building almost 30 from the ground up and so you know we've we've been in meetings with all the networks we've been in meetings with agents and we just learned so much about the industry um, and still have remained independent ourselves just by choice and I think it just has given us a a unique perspective. Um, So we have templates and courses and we're actually right now doing an accelerator that supports podcasters to grow and monetize in a very like personal way, small group setting. And it's just been really incredible to see the amount of like growth um, and progress they've made. And then we have uh, courses and and workshops and workbooks to support you in your evolution. So anything from like our inner peace workbook, which is really a beautiful way for you to just foster that sense of peace that I'm sure so many of us are wanting right now. Um, There's journal prompts and visualizations and meditations. We have our dream journal. So we had Mm. a dream episode recently and this is really a beautiful way, Krista put it together to be able to track your dreams and really understand and heal from them.
1: Mm. Yeah, we just got a lot. We want to a help lot. people in their evolution. So Instagram or Shop Almost 30 or anything, but yeah, we got the kids.
0: Guys, join the community. I'm telling you, you 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 will not look back on it. And I am ever so grateful that you guys crushed it this was so fun thanks so much i
2: mean seriously can't wait wait for you to (laughs) to land on your new name
1: yeah and be in our accelerator
0: I (laughs) (laughs) i know i need to do that deep meditation maybe i'll do that in my meditation this evening light a bunch of candles and do that but um one last question what is your honest truth that has led you on a path to success in maintaining a healthy lifestyle and i'm not talking about like Physically healthy, just healthy in general, whether that's like a word, a phrase, a person, what would that be to you?
1: Thinking that's led me on the path. I think the phrase maybe that I use is just I am. Mm. And that's like um what I'll use in meditation, like a mantra in meditation that I've used for years now, but you know, the phrase or mantra I am always brings you back to the present moment. And because it's so short and because it says I am, it's like, I am all things. I am everything I'm infinite. So really you could make of it what you will, but I really like to just think about that whenever I need like a reminder that like I'm here in a body on planet earth.
0: Mm, I love that.
2: That's a great question. Um, The first thing that came to my mind was just like relationships. And I think that um, sometimes I can get distracted by the to-do list and what I have yet to accomplish and what I need to do. And I'm just like so fulfilled by my relationships in my life, you know, friendships, family, romantic relationship. It's like that is truly what it's all about. You know, so I I have to I have to actively remind myself to nurture those and and be with those um, because it inevitably does. Just support everything else that I do.
0: Thank you, thank you. Yes, oh, pound like, it. We all die. <laughs>
1: ah. So you to be like, because we're all dying
0: <laughs> slow deaths but yes, we're evolving at the this same time this is gonna be our last
1: day well see you later <laughs> yeah
0: 11 11 you never know what's gonna happen guys catch you on the flip yeah yeah honestly. seriously see you on the other side but um thank you so much Crystal. where uh, can this if, was
1: made our day where thank can everyone find
0: you on cyber oh, world
1: you know, almost 30 podcasts <laughs> on instagram almost 30 you know wherever you listen to podcasts we do health wellness spirituality and we try and keep it really real and then um, shop almost 30 for everything we talked about yourpodcastpro.com. That's your podcast that's y o u r podcastpro.com. and then i'm on instagram at
0: it's krista and i'm at lindsay simsick love it love okay it. guys that is a wrap and until next time it has been an honor it's been a pleasure kiss kiss hug hug peace love ciao I want that to be my outro. Oh, I love that. Kiss, kiss, hug,
1: hug, peace, love, ciao.